0: It's Black Friday. In Black Friday, there is crying in shopping malls. There might be crying online, but there's still no crying in baseball. Welcome to Episode 6. I'm Patty, and here's my friend Potty Mouth.
1: That would be me. So we're trying to keep things warm through the winter, and uh, and we're going to keep putting out these podcasts, and I was just... uh, reviewing a little bit about what we said last time just to make sure I knew where we had left off. And I realized that there's a really good drinking game for our last podcast. And everybody just have that beer next to you if you haven't listened to it yet. And every time I say either exactly or adorable, take a sip. And I think my own punishment during this podcast as we're recording is that if I do that again, I'm going to take a sip
0: every time I say exactly or adorable. And when you say adorable, and I remind you that it's not really a sports word, I get to drink too. Yes. And this eliminates the problem that El Jefe has pointed out to us, which is we make too much darn noise. So we're now incorporating our drinking noise into the podcast. So it's a thing.
1: Oh, excellent. So we can't be punished for it. Then we have an excuse. Either that or he has to let me start using some sort of thesaurus app on my phone because I'm not allowed to touch any electronics. During you are not. The, no, during the not. podcast because you're too brain. distracted.
0: It's all. I, it's only your, your wonderful brain. There we go. So, What does your brain think about the Hall of Fame? Because the Hall of Fame is the big thing this week.
1: It, it's pretty exciting. There are a lot of names out there. So they come out and of course you look at the newbies first and the first thing that jumped into my mind was, oh, look at your Indians, right?
0: Look at my Indians. My very first baseball boyfriend, Omar Vizquel, right. is on the the Hall of Fame ballot for the very first time, and I couldn't be happier. So, um, you know what I say about defense? It's sexy. Defense it's is sexy. sexy. So is and he sexy? It, he is. Okay. He is. And you, you might like the fact that he's not all that tall either. But the important thing Excellence. about Omar Vizquel is he turned seventeen hundred and thirty-four double plays in his career, which is the most ever. By a short story. That is a
1: really crazy number. That's pretty damn I'm, cool.
0: I'm impressed
1: with your math. I'm very impressed with. I'm your good math with the because, numbers because remembering numbers like that are are kind of tough, and especially when we're going into Hall of Fame and what's bringing people there, I'm having a hard time keeping it all straight. Um One that uh that I was having a hard time pulled together was was Johnny Damon, which is one of the. Must be a boyfriend. Briefly, he is. He's an ex-boyfriend, I guess. Is it you can when he say. cut his hair? It well, you know, it all came together. It was he had to cut <laughs> his hair because he oh, went to the Yankees. Yeah. He sold his soul, right. and it was after he had been so much on the other side. He was the one who called the Red Sox the idiots. He was the one who was at like the Jesus Christ beard and hair, and then he just turns around and clean shaven, and he's in pinstripes. So, you know, he he. Doesn't stand out among the nominees, but he does have some good numbers put together, but math is hard, so I'm trying to remember exactly what those were. It's like a <laughs> lot – he had he had three stats that put together made him like fourth in the history of, of baseball stats, and I'm trying to remember what they were. Something I had to do – one was home runs, one was hits – and, and none steals. of it was grooming. None of it yes. was grooming. Yeah, but I don't remember. Because that went downhill? Definitely. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not happy with that at Definitely. all. Definitely. And and as a rule, I tend and I've talked about this before. It it disturbs me when somebody who was of high esteem on the Red Sox ends up going over to the Yankees, and maybe just for the prestige or just for the money. And so, you know, our buddy Roger Clemens fits in there too. Um, but. You know, the 1986 World Series, I mean, that 1986 was such a huge year for Clemens. And for me, idolizing him as a pitcher was pretty amazing. And the way that the 86 World Series ended with him being such a key part of it. I mean, he, he was the starting pitcher of that Game 6. That if the Red Sox had won, they would have won the whole fucking thing. And Clemens was doing great, and they pulled him out while he was ahead in the bottom of the seventh, and then it tied up, and then Bill Buckner, and then disaster, extra innings, and then they lost the next game. So the question was, why did they pull Clemens when he had just had a couple of scoreless innings and he was ahead in the game, and it was the bottom of the seventh, and he could have maybe done better? And uh, and the manager, McNamara, came out recently and said that Clemens – asked to be pulled like basically saying, no way i'm
0: not doing this
1: but clemens is denying
0: it i don't know well, how does it's, that affect his uh, Hall of Fame balloting chances well, I there? Because yeah, his it was either his fault or it's not his fault. Yeah. That's going to count one way or the other. But
1: then he made it up with the Yankees and won a
0: couple World Series with yeah, again, them. So, again, damn it. The, damn, damn it, it all <laughs> to hell. Yeah. So, let me just throw Jim Tomey out there. Oh, Can impressive. I just, so, okay. So, another Indian in my heyday of going to games at the Jake, when the Jake was first built, when it was still called the Jake and not Progressive Field, my family used to have family reunions we'd come back from wherever we lived and we'd go see an Indians game together and that was when Jim Tomey was playing and it was the only time I was ever part of a group that actually brought a banner to a game my nephews had a giant bed sheet with a target printed on it saying Jim Tomy hit it here that's awesome and I will say he didn't but the idea was a good one. So I, I'm I'm kind of all for Jim Tomey as well, because he was just so much fun to watch. But, you know, I think that's a good one. I mean, and who else? So, so who's
1: going to actually make it? I mean, it would be great if Viscal does on his first shot. Tomey is a good shot. I, you know, Clemens isn't going to make it not just because of of the Red Sox-Yankees issue. It's because of his tainted name with the whole
0: drug issue with the whole steroids that and is true that is and true.
1: performance you know what before
0: we go farther with that i just want to tell you one reason why viskel is going to make it. oh please do he was interviewed about being on the ballot and he said well my 11 gold gloves should help a lot holy
1: shit 11
0: yeah. yeah so i'm good with that so i, I think we have to watch a lot. And a lot of this is going to be like media campaign right yeah who gets the who gets the press who are people rooting for Who's getting the the column inches right. to get involved? So we'll we'll see what happens. But so in the meantime, as you were saying, there's this whole thing about who should be eligible, right? And yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that the interesting thing is if you're talking about who's going to get the
1: press, they're getting the press. Like Bonds gets press, and Clemens is going to get
0: press. So this and they're getting some ta- negative press, right? So yeah, so Joe Morgan, who I got to say, fabulous baseball player, terrible sportscaster. Um, <laughs> And that member happens. of the Hall of Fame, and member of the Hall of Fame sent this letter to all the people who vote for Hall of Fame um to for the incoming class. And he said, you know, at, on behalf of the existing members, even though he didn't actually have anybody else sign on with him, he was speaking for some mythical group because right. we believe him, that he's talked to people and they say this, that he wants to keep out people that have either one failed drug tests or two admitted. PED use or three were identified as users in Major League Baseball investigations which I think is a kind of a weird list like if you didn't admit to it and you're, I mean, okay. So you're just covering it up. So you're still okay. That's his underhanded way of of signaling out Bonds and Clemens
1: because neither one of them failed a test, neither one of them admitted it. So they needed clause number three. We got to right? keep but going. They, this is an issue. I mean, steroids. Are, it's a huge issue. And in the future, I mean, Aroyd is not going to make it because of this. So it's the, the, it's interesting. But then you got to think about who's the Hall of Fame for, right? So, um, Joe Morgan, you know, it, say he's speaking for all the Hall of Famers, and they all don't want their reputations tainted because goodness knows nobody who's already in there had anything to do with performance-enhancing drugs. So there are or, all or any other
0: moral ambiguity, exactly. in any way whatsoever.
1: Exactly. So is the Hall of Fame to protect their sparkling reputation, or is it for the sports? writers and the and and the other people involved in in the the field to get interesting people there to preserve history right i mean it's still history
0: can i tell you what the hall of fame is for is to go up to the third floor and while you're waiting in line for one of the exhibits you get to hear over and over again who's on first on a loop seriously it's really a highlight it absolutely is a highlight of the hall of fame but it's true it's like where where is he gonna draw the line is it from here at like not in my backyard as long as i got in closed the door behind me I don't care what happened before. He's now I agree with him. I still think that Pete Rose belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yep. And he promotes Pete Rose, but Pete Rose has certainly broke baseball rules. And so why are these rules different than those rules? I don't know. And that's a big thing. That's exactly. A big
1: thing. Why are these rules different from, from those rules? And Pete Rose being being not only not in the Hall of Fame but banned from baseball for life, going we'll go back into that issue because that's a Thing and, and big thing, And was what he did so much worse than a lot of other things
0: that are going on? Um, who else? Who I else? Have, Well, you know, so Chipper Jones is, according to a few things I've read, a shoe-in to get in on the first ballot. And can I just say one thing about Ch- Chipper Jones? I've always thought that Chipper Jones was a bully. Can you explain this to me? Because I, I, I don't know much about him. I cannot. So I would watch the Braves, and no matter what team was my current home team, I always hated the Braves. Not as deeply as the Yankees. But never liked them very much. And Chipper Jones just had that sort of bully look about him. And it's not really based on anything than gut reaction. I don't think I'm going to win this one. I think he is going to get in on the first ballot and I'm just going to be bitter about it. And
1: that's the way it is. Yeah, well, I totally can relate to that. I have a lot of players that I react to that way. Um, Nobody else on the ballot right now that I have that kind of reaction to one one that I think has a really good chance of getting in that I just want to put a little bit of a shout out for because I think he's an amazing guy is Vladimir Guerrero Mm -hmm. who last year you know his last year was with the Orioles and I was really not happy about that that was really hard for me especially when he was out there playing against us when we went to see him again um, with the us yeah yeah there's that (laughs) But he's such a good Samaritan. And there's this amazing documentary called um, Road to the Big Leagues that's all about Dominican leagues and and getting players together, basically what it means in the Dominican Republic to have the dream of being a Major League Baseball star. And uh, David Ortiz and Vladimir Guerrero go back every year. And this isn't widely known. They don't publicize about themselves. And they coach kids in the Dominican Republic and encourage them to develop the skills needed for, for major league recruiting. So
0: he's a good guy. And, and there's and not a category for that on the ballot. Exactly. There's not. There, there, there are like community service. Oh, and... shit. I said exactly. I got a drink. Oh, I'm drinking too, just because you did that.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, our producer's spilling his beer right now.
0: Oh, nice, nice, <laughs> excellent, excellent. Right. So, um, I'm going to take a quick little commercial break for a ridiculous story. Oh, excellent! Before we move on, yeah, something else that happened this week that I just don't get is Major League Baseball and the general managers discussed instituting a 20 second pitch clock.
1: So, is that from the beginning of the windup? Like, where does it, it or is it from from the, the end delivery
0: of, one- of of the previous pitch? to, i guess the beginning of the windup but does it account for timeouts the batter can take the timeout the pitcher can take the timeout the catcher can go have a conversation right i don't think they've really thought this through it's all in the you know in the service of let's speed up the game i really don't think shaving off a few seconds on the the windup is gonna before the windup happens is gonna do
1: this and what are they going to do if somebody violates it i mean then they're going to have to stop
0: play and take more i think they've got to they've got to like drop and give them 20 right? i don't yeah. know it's i have no i have no answer for that i, I they say oh yeah we're going to do this and that there, there's no reason for that that's it
1: well they're just looking to make the game more exciting but it, it already is there's so many good things about it um wait one more hall of fame non- nominee oh um mitsui from the yankees ah. who no big standout I gotta admit, a nice Yankee. I have nothing against him. I had nothing against Wait, him. Wait, do I
0: have to drink when you say nice Yankee because it just doesn't sound right? I think so. I'm gonna that, do it. That
1: should be like a tequila okay.
0: backup. But
1: I had nothing against him. He was, was until just very shortly uh, ago when I found out, found this out, somebody who I didn't hold anything against, even though he was playing for the Evil Empire. But it turns out, so here we go into our, our hot stove and this Japanese phenomenon. Um, Otani. Otani, yeah. And uh, and it turns out that Matsui is uh, saying that he's going to ease the way for the Yankees to acquire him. And the Yankees suspiciously have a big bundle of this money for international signing, which we got to try
0: to explain somehow because this is a weird we, thing. We should, isn't but it? also the, the Yankees are a front runner anyway to get right. Otani. And, and the whole thing there was sure, we'll sign him for nothing because that's the rule. But then a few months later, we can give him a contract extension and give him a bazillion dollars, and who's really going to follow up on that?
1: Although that part is fuzzy right now. Technically, they're not supposed to. Well, they're not
0: supposed to. But doesn't they're mean they're arguing, not going to. Right,
1: right. There's that. They'll find out some convenient excuse, which is how all this stuff is sort of being cobbled together to begin
0: with. Let, right? let, let me tell you one thing. We're going to talk about women's hockey later, I'm i to tell you one okay. quick tiny thing that relates to this. I was at Women's Hockey today. I was sitting behind a little boy and his dad, and the little boy watched one of the players get totally knocked out. Oh, really? Yeah, just like dropped to the ground. He said, Daddy, I thought that they they weren't allowed. There was no checking in... NCAA hockey. And he said, no, I said they're not allowed to check. <laughs> so I'm thinking this relates to what you're talking about. They're not allowed to, but it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. I, I think that's
1: true. I mean, there's a, this big deal about Otani coming here now anyway. He could have waited a couple more years until he was 25 years old, and then he wouldn't be part of this whole deal with international money that each mm-hmm. team is. And so help me with this. Each team is gets a certain amount, and math is hard, so I don't know what the amount is to pay for basically prospects, international prospects. And this is in favor of the union, the Baseball Players Union, I think, because they don't want scooping up 17-year-olds from the Dominican Republic for a swan song and then, and you know, they end up sort of taking over. But the, this money is also a thing that you can trade, so therefore, if you want to spend more money on your international prospects, you can trade a player for international money, and then your team gets more money. So basically, what we have to look out for now, I mean, we're going to look out for Matsui and what he's doing with the Yankees, but if any team makes a sudden trade for international money, that means they might be going for Otani. Like, that would be a signal that that's going to happen, right? Right.
0: I think that's probably true. Does this, this make any sense? Did the, I do that at all? The, right? the way you're talking about it makes me think of like the whole carbon footprint thing. Like you can pay like, you know, if, if you're going to, you know, oh, if you're going to like, you know, yeah. overstep regulations and then you just pay for it, then it's OK. Maybe that's what's going on here.
1: Yeah. But I, it's, it's interesting, though. Like there are a bunch of teams who are kind of out of the running for this Otani thing because they fucked up last year because they overspent their money already. And this is like their penalty that they can't. Sign for more than three hundred thousand dollars or something like that
0: well the, yeah. the, the the posting rule that as I understood it, which is different than I think this pool that you're talking mm-hmm. about, is if if a if a team is interested in getting an international player specifically I think Japanese and Korean I don't think right, it's, right. so this, the
1: posting thing is by the country that they're coming from so that's right.
0: Japanese. So it stuff. applies to Otani, but yeah. not necessarily other. Exactly, where they have to pay. Oh shit!
1: Exactly, another drink.
0: They have to pay twenty million dollars to the team. Yes, the team from where this person, this player, is currently that, playing. And that's, that's the Japanese thing. The player gets none of it. So right. in effect, they're still scooping up the player for a song because he's not getting squat. But for some reason, their team, his team, gets twenty million dollars, right? So which the I still don't understand. the
1: Atani example is sort of like this double thing. It's the posting system, and it's relating to this rookie or or prospects, international mm. prospects, limited money. I, I don't know, but it it all goes into so the Braves though. So you must have not been heartbroken when. I didn't realize that you had that connection with the Braves. So when they've yeah. gotten screwed, like, they're screwed for I a long time. I didn't feel bad at all.
0: Yeah, they, 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 they broke the rules. They broke the rules big. They broke them blatantly. They broke them for years. And now bad things are happening. And I'm kind of okay with natural consequences. I'm a good parent that way, right? I mean, you get punished in a way that's appropriate for the things that you did. I know, but I always feel for the fans. So, like, the
1: GM is banned for life, just like... Pete Rose and Shoeless Joe, so obviously this is a big fucking deal. He's out of it for good. The team is kind of screwed because these well, these prospects are pretty happy because they're all of a sudden free agents. Sure. And they get yeah. to Yeah, play the game like they could really play. But the team loses a bunch. And then they have like penalties for upcoming years where their money's limited and all sorts of shit. So like for the for an Atlanta fan who has a new stadium their team's going to suck.
0: They didn't really plan on a rebuilding year, and they're going to have years right. of rebuilding years because of the, the extended consequences from this screw-up.
1: But, you know, they can look up to teams that have rebuilt and been successful, like, hey, the Astros. Like, hey, the Astros. And, you know, hey.
0: there is there is sort of a, a precedent of people rooting for teams not in the city they live in. So maybe those Braves fan, fans can look north. We're not that far. We're not that far.
1: They're, the Southwest must have a flight, doesn't it? Atlanta, I think it does. DC? I think it'll be okay. Yeah. okay. So uh, we got to check things out, huh?
0: So, yeah. And, you know, speaking of rebuilding years, yes. can we move on to some boyfriends? I would love to. So we we're thinking that it's time to start scouting boyfriends for the next season. We're not necessarily committing to boyfriends. We're okay. playing the field, such as it is, and looking at teams and thinking, who are we evaluating? Who are we auditioning for boyfriends for the coming years?
1: I th- I think that our goal is that we're going to be establishing some sort of fantasy boyfriend league. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, in order to reach out to hopefully listeners that we're going to have with many different team affiliations, we need some boyfriends from different teams. So I think we have to go through somewhat um, systematically, go through some teams and see who's the best, not the best, who attracts us? The, no, the, not the attracts most us. interesting prospects, yes, I think. Go. The guys that we want to hang out and have a beer with.
0: Right. And, and I like the idea of starting at the bottom. Yeah, we're starting at the bottom with right. this. We're looking at the, the two teams that had the, the worst records in baseball in the past season. And interestingly, they tied. So it
1: was one national league and one American league, and they had exactly the same shitty record for last
0: year. They do. And um, can, we, can we start with the Tigers?
1: Sure. Let's start sure. with the Tigers,
0: because the Tigers the Tigers are definitely gonna have <clears throat> pardon me, they're definitely gonna have a rebuilding year. They're planning on having a rebuilding year and it's probably gonna be years of rebuilding years. But they have that whole connection with Verlander leaving them for the Astros who went huh. through the whole rebuilding years and it turned out well. So maybe that is setting them up for something good happening and can I keep Verlander as my tiger's boyfriend no
1: no that's not gonna count yeah okay so just because he doesn't
0: play there anymore right exactly and he's a pitcher that's a a weird pitcher rule that i keep trying to make up so i really i just messed myself up right there right
1: we're still gonna have to have pitchers on our league and we're still gonna have to have them from different from different teams so i don't know we got to figure out our pitcher rules but But i I know a certain rule
0: is is a pitcher who plays for a different team can't be your boyfriend for the team he used to be on. I think that's a good. Role. I think
1: that, yeah, they, they've got to be. So do you have any other, any so, other Tigers? In I history? actually
0: do. I, you know, I've been kind of, I'm um, soliciting. Well, that, that, that's got a little <laughs> connotation. I'm not soliciting. I've been discussing <laughs> sure. the whole boyfriend issue with actual Tiger fans because there are mm. some of those. And yeah, one that was suggested to me that I've been sort of auditioning a little bit and I'm going to look at is um, Nick Castellanos. All right. So he was third base for a while. Which you know how I feel about the left All right. side. Sexy That's, defense, I, I do. Sexy I defense. do like the left side of the of the infield. And now has moved to outfield. And I apparently now have a new thing for outfielders. See mm. George Springer above. Yeah. But so so Castellanos had a pretty good. He ended he ended well. He had 101 RBIs. RBI, so he had a 13 game hitting streak in September, which was pretty darn good. And he has facial hair possibilities. Oh, nice. So I the, the the pictures that I've been looking at, Um, not that I've been looking at them a lot. I'm just saying okay. a glance. There's potential there. It could go either way. It could go either way. It could be a good thing. It could be just plain something to talk about. But I'm putting him out there as somebody I'm auditioning. I'm not committing yet because I'm that kind of a girl, but and- it's out there.
1: And you've mentioned some important categories that we have to consider with the baseball boyfriend thing. Um, Some other ones that are near and dear to me are past affiliations. So I gravitate toward baseball boyfriends that maybe were associated with one of my very own teams in in the past. Although looking at the Tigers... The first one that I was gonna check out was Cabrera because he's the face of the Tigers, and I knew you'd pick Miggy because it's
0: Miggy, and it's
1: Miggy, and it's adorable. And I have to give a little bit of a shout out to Alberto. Look, I'm picking Miggy. I'm picking the Tigers. Um, (laughs) Producer wants me to drink more.
0: Apparently, you said adorable. Mm. You said adorable. That's not a sports word. I'm drinking. Oh
1: shit! I'm drinking. All right, I'm drinking.
0: I can't believe I missed the adorable because All I was right. agreeing. All because right. adorable actually kind of worked there, but it's still not a sports word. So, I said well, it
1: again. M- <laughs> Mickey is a, a cute name. I got to get that the, the Sora app out. Yeah, exactly. So, but. Exactly. But, oh, shit. <laughs> All right. So, Mickey. But. Mickey's got his, some MRI his issues. His back is fucked up. Yeah, so it looks really bleak for him. You know, actually, playing We're old, playing and we like the old ones. Yes. Yeah, that's, so, that's sad. so that's that. That went into my number two spot. So I'm thinking, you know, I like this sort of elder statesman kind of feel. And let's look who else is around on the Tigers. Oh, V-Mart, Victor Martinez, who is one of my heartthrobs on the Red Sox at one point. He's older. He's 38. Perfect demographic for me. <laughs> Okay. And then I find out that he had heart surgery last year and he's even iffy even for DH. So, fuck, that's my number how's, one. How's number your two. back
0: feeling? Are you taking okay? you make a noise when you stand up? Yeah, now? yeah, because, my yeah, heart's okay. starting to pop right, okay. too.
1: So <laughs> things are looking bleak. And then I think, oh, wait, I've got one more good connection there. I've got Jose Iglesias, who was also pretty hot on the Red Sox. And so I'm thinking that's who I'm checking out for the Tigers. But then I find out that he had this, like, fuck-up of a double play at the beginning of the season, and the manager is hanging him out to dry for this. The manager at the end of the season said that that was, like, a, a, a key pivotal point, and if he hadn't, he literally, like, tripped over the bag and missed the double play. Like, it was a real sloppy thing. Not sexy and defense. Not right there. sexy defense. Even though he is a, a, a sweet... I, I'm trying so hard. To do what? To not say, say the A word. Uh-huh. The A word. Um... <laughs> He fits that bill, mm-hmm. but his sexy defense got sloppy last year. So I like your audition mm-hmm. concept. It's I'm going to give him another chance, okay, but I'm fair. checking him out. Let's go national.
0: Let's, let's go national. And um, what about the old guys on the Giants? Oh, yeah. I think you have an old guy on the Giant, don't you? So, but but you got him. I mean- Buster Posey, not
1: only... No, that's
0: not the old guy. The old guy. Which old guy? Denard Span is the old guy. Well, okay,
1: well, they're both old. Okay, I, I, don't, well, I, don't I think get Span. Okay. you got Posey. Yep, I do.
0: Alright, so what do you like about Posey? Okay, so I've always liked Buster Posey just fine. Catchers rock. He can hit. That's yeah. awesome. But he won me over forever with the whole Bryce Harper Hunter Strickland event this year when Strickland beamed oh. Harper in the back with like a bazillion, you know, mile an hour fastball, and Harper rushed the mound, and Posey just stood there and watched, did not go to the defense of his pitcher, because his pitcher was just plain wrong. Bench-clearing brawls, and Buster's just like, this is on you, buddy. And I thought, my heart belongs to you forever. I don't care that it was Harper, it could have been anybody, but it was like, I'm not doing this just because I'm supposed to. You were wrong. I'm calling it that's it. So Posey's going to be, like, my guy forever. That makes so much
1: sense. Yeah. And there is something super sexy about a catcher who's a real power hitter also. Yeah. An older catcher power hitter. I have this yeah. connection with Fisk from way back. Um so, yeah, Span. I'm thinking Span. So Span. So, yeah. I mean, there's – so for me, there's that past connection. He was in the Nationals. So there's that – one he, of my teams. He
0: was my emergency backup boyfriend for a while on the Nationals that's, before he left. Yeah. That's why I
1: thought I was going to have to give him to you. I didn't realize yeah, there was no. the Posey thing that was going to overtake it. Thing. But I'll, I'm happy with Span. I'm definitely happy with Span. And he hit an inside-the-park home run last year. How much more sexy can you get? That's an that's amazing – pretty fantastic. I think that's a good sign. So – it Looking good there.
0: One of the cool things about Span was when his last year with the Nationals, he was grooming Michael A. Taylor to replace him, mm. and he did it well. He taught him this is how you play this position. This is how you play this position with the Nationals, and I'm leaving, and it's on you, and you got to be good at this, which I think is fantastic. It's a real, it was a real mentorship, and that was very cool. And you know that may be where some of those gray flecks came from, but he's pretty awesome, and I, I, I endorse that.
1: Keep an eye on him.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. We're good for boyfriends. So next, next time I we'll come so. back with, like, the next level up from yeah, the depths.
1: Which, which I was actually really surprised that it was the Tigers and the Giants. I mean, not two teams that I think of as last as place. As basement teams. L- little, yeah. little, I mean, I was looking. I thought, you know, off the top of my head that it would be, like, Padres and Reds and
0: I don't know. You know I think that, we're talking White Sox next week. I have to check. But I think uh, we're moving to the White Sox. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Can I – um let's move on to a grooming note and this grooming note is also a little off the baseball topic but we have we have a history of talking about women's sports and eventually i'm really pushing for you play like a girl to be a recurring thing but so um but today i went with my kid to um, something called d1 in dc which was d1 ncaa women's hockey it's a It was two games today. It'll be two games tomorrow. And it was um, Boston University and Northeastern. I know you'd be happy about that. And Wisconsin and Minnesota. So all hockey schools, all cold places. Which brings me to my grooming note, which is how I want to start this story. There were a lot of women wearing black down coats. These were all women coming from cold places. Those of us who live here below the Mason-Dixon line, we're pretty much in hoodies. Uh But everybody else, they they were like dressed for weather that we don't have yet. And I thought, those black down coats look pretty nice. Maybe do I need a black down coat? And then I looked and I looked and I kind of checked these people out and I realized they were all wearing very impractical shoes for going to see hockey in an ice rink. Like (laughs) boots that were too cute for hockey or heels, which are incredible. And I thought, if this is what it takes to wear a black down coat, I'm not ever going to get One of those. So that is my grooming note from uh, D1 Women's Hockey in D.C. today. That makes sense. There is ice involved. I mean, you need some protection from those elements.
1: Yeah. But But shoes. 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 It's about the
0: shoes, for gosh sakes. Okay, so let me tell you about these games. These games were really fun, and they're really good. Women play some kick-ass hockey, which I love to watch. They sure do. But so I had some favorites. I had some favorite players on the teams. And if we were talking Major League Baseball, they would be my boyfriends.
1: Excellent.
0: I have no problem calling these women my girlfriends except for it's NCAA, and that gets me a little wiggy There's because it's collegiate. Thing. So we need another word for that. These are just they're women who stood out in the games. They kicked ass. And one of them, um, Victoria Bach, who played for Boston University, Woo-hoo. had a hat trick. That's three goals for those of you who are baseball but not hockey fans. Before the second of three periods Whoa. was over. And part of me thought is that because the other team wasn't playing so well, and I thought, no, you know what? She's one of the three or four women in this group of four teams who's already been drafted by the National Women's Hockey League, so she really is wow. just that good. So she's she's definitely like in the top two. And the other one was a goalie because defense is sexy in Excellent. hockey as well. So Frankel played for Northeastern, and she so they were, they played Wisconsin, who I believe is undefeated coming into this. Northeastern won because Frankel blocked all but two shots. And the last shot was five seconds left in the game. She may have thought the game was over already. And it was for all intents and purposes. But it was so much fun. And it was so fast moving. And it was in the Capitals practice rink. So it was bleachers on one side. It wasn't an arena. But it was packed. And the important thing about that is the woman who's the director of the National Women's Hockey League is looking for places to expand the league. And D.C. does not have a team in that league. And she said earlier this week she's watching this tournament to see how it works. How's the facility? What's the fan base like? If it goes well, maybe D.C. is in contention for a team for the National Women's Hockey League. So that was very cool. But I thought of you during the event because the people who do the music – uh-oh. You know we love these people because these people entertain us at at um, at baseball games too. Except for not so much at Fenway. I noticed they don't they don't they don't play a lot of music at Fenway. They
1: they don't have to hype the crowd up. The ca- crowd's already there. Yeah. There's Sweet Caroline. That and you know what miss. they played
0: Sweet Caroline not once but twice. Seriously, today for little bits. And I couldn't. Fe- so when the first game started, BU was t- took the ice and they were playing. Daniel Murphy's walk-up song, right? Shipping up to Boston, right? The dropkick. Yeah, yeah. Murphy said so that, like, okay, this is thematic. You you. And then we're like, what are they going to play for the Minnesota team? I bet they're going to play Prince. And sure enough. Did they? There was a Prince song. Ah, right? awesome. And then later on, the second game was when Wisconsin was playing. And I'm listening. I'm like, what the hell? The freaking beer barrel polka was played. <laughs> and I thought, are you kidding me? Are you? That's right up your alley. Kidding me? Why? Oh, I, I do Did know. Did you get the, up in polka? I could have, yeah. and I do know the words because that's <laughs> how I grew up. But I thought, really, is this the Wisconsin song that they've gone? They've gone for not like not like on Wisconsin. But, and then I thought, okay, they need another Boston song because they've already burned, you know, the Dropkick Murphys. Wait, let me guess. Dirty water they played a song by Boston. Oh, okay. I thought, eh, really? This is where you're going with that? That's pretty lame. And then like Sweet Caroline happened a couple times. So at first I thought maybe it was like a Boston Fenway thing and then, I don't know. But They had it all going on at this tournament, and I'm looking forward to going back tomorrow with my kid and enjoying hockey for another full day.
1: Excellent, and I hope that they can stay. I mean, it would be great
0: to have a team. It would be really fun. And that's how I get through winter, because winter is long and cold without baseball.
1: Winter is long and cold here. There are definitely places where winter is not so cold, and actually I wanted to mention one of those places, which is Puerto Rico, and and that they have a winter league, and it's usually... 40, now math is hard, 40-something weeks, and they're, they're going to have it this year, which is pretty amazing because pretty much life in Puerto Rico has been canceled. There's just a- anything extra, they just can't swing. They, half the island still doesn't have electricity, and this is ridiculous for months after, after hurricane, but the Puerto Rican Winter League wants to play. So they're playing an abbreviated season. They're playing 21 weeks. They're playing all day games because they can't fucking count on having electricity. You don't need power for day games. And so many people are unemployed at this point or just in really hard situation that they're not charging admission. So That's awesome. admission is free, day games, and it's all... uh, I don't know if national is the right word because they're not a nation, but the, all the players are from Puerto Rico. And so there there is a little mixing that happens in winter leagues, and God knows a lot of Puerto Rican players have left to other countries, not necessarily, well, we are the same country, but other countries such as Venezuela or Mexico to play in their winter leagues. Because where there's power. Where there's power. And by
0: power, I mean electricity, not like, woo,
1: power. Exactly. And cash. That that too. Yeah. But then they're the ones who are staying, and and they're doing this as a, rejuvenation of the country. Like this is how we come together. I mean, they've a country, damn it, I said it. They're not a country. They're a colony <laughs> of the United States. But in baseball it doesn't act like that because they're in the world baseball classic as a which separate, I don't yeah, understand. separate team And and the poetic part was last year when they're up against the United States in the final didn't make sense but
0: you wonder how our president gets it wrong and doesn't understand that we're the same country yeah baseball doesn't even understand we're the same country
1: exactly so just to show that baseball is is there we go oh shit i said it again i'm drinking too
0: it's not Mm -hmm. a bad thing so
1: that baseball is so important there that they came in second being a colony not a country for the past two world baseball classics Says a lot. So just to use, I mean, this is kind of a beautiful image for us to think about baseball as something to bring the country back together, to rebuild, to get people proud of where they
0: are. And it's hopeful. I like hopeful. Yeah. Baseball is full of hope and promise. Hope and promise. Can we we promise to get to spring training one day soon? We do. You know
1: what? I'm going to open up my countdown right now. How long do we have till pitchers and
0: catchers report?
1: All right. All right. Well, well, this is until – so this doesn't say pitchers and catchers. The spring training countdown is till the first, I think, all-team spring training. Okay. 81 days, 2 hours, 49 minutes, and 23, 22, 21 seconds. Um, so for those of you listening, it's less
0: than that. So <laughs> be really happy. And in the meantime, there's hockey. There is. So if you like what you heard, and we hope you do – Please go check us out on Apple Podcasts. Give us a nice rating. And if you do, one day we'll grow up to a real studio without puppies, although we like the puppies, without Adam snoring on the sofa, and without people walking upstairs and, you know, where we can hear their, uh, their, their footsteps. Sounds good to me. See you next time. To do. We want people to drink.